0: Hey, and welcome to the Visibly Bisexual podcast. I'm your host, Verona Sweeneybasan, and I am so excited to be talking about all things bisexual. And welcome to the Visibly Bisexual podcast. I'm your host, Varuna Sunivasan, and I am so excited to be talking about all things bisexual. and welcome to the Visibly Bisexual Podcast. I'm your host, Verona Srinivasan, and I am so excited to be talking about all things bisexual. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to the Visibly Bisexual Podcast. I'm your host, Varuna Srinivasan, I am an award-winning sexual health advocate and writer. I have also been out and proud as a bisexual for the last two years. I know it feels like it's been much longer only because it actually has. My coming out journey started much before that. That coming on period has been tumultuous and a bit of a roller coaster to say the least. Um, and if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I share a lot about this journey and I'm very passionate ab- about spreading the right information about sex and gender especially in south asian communities. I think we can all benefit from learning a little bit more about sexuality and our own sexual identities. And I've noticed this and you know let me know if you have as well there just isn't enough by visibility out there in general let alone in brown societies like India. And As someone who came out so late in life, I mean, I'm 31 and I was already married. And during this time, I would spend a lot of time invalidating and erasing my own identity like it wasn't real, like it didn't even exist. I mean, it's one thing for people in larger society to tell you that you don't exist, but to tell yourself. I mean, that's literally how deep by erasure goes. Going through that coming out period was so difficult, mainly because I was having such a hard time convincing myself that I was actually bisexual. And I read all of your messages on Instagram. I know that a lot of you are, have gone through this or are going through this or having such a hard time coming out to yourselves, right? Before you come out to everyone else, it's No one talks about that, the coming out to yourself bit. And that's really why I wanted to start this podcast was to talk about every single phase of my bisexuality. I mean, it's and I mean that in coming out to myself, coming out to my husband, coming out to my family, coming out to everyone, you know, publicly. And really just dealing with the biphobia, the bi-erasure, and the bi-invisibility that constantly chases me around and seeks to erase me, right? Biphobia does that. It seeks to undermine the legitimacy of our bisexual identities. And this comes in many forms that I've experienced a lot of this, right? It's the jokes, it's the stereotypes, it's the non-inclusive language, it's a lot of the hate and the abuse that I face, right? And Earlier on, this was something that I experienced as well, where I thought that I couldn't come out as bisexual because for some reason I would be dismissed as being too straight. Um, Also in part because I'm married to a cis head man and I'm in a very heterosexual passing relationship. I was even afraid to go to Pride because I thought that people would look at me and be like, she's an ally or like... Immediately erase my identity and there was no way of telling people unless I wore a t-shirt that was like I am bisexual or I wore the bi flag around me there was honestly no way to tell that I was bisexual and this was very difficult for me you know in part because I often felt like I had to prove myself I had to prove to the world that I was bisexual and it wasn't at that point it wasn't it was no longer a celebration it was no longer a part of my identity and that's really why I spend so much of time educating people because I really feel like education and creating community around these shared experience can can go such a long way and honestly I've looked at the stats and they are quite staggering like this Sochcast Tune in for more with the SochCast app from the Google Play Store. Did you know that while 40% of the LGBT community identify as bisexual, we studies have shown that we experience higher levels of depressive and anxiety symptoms than our lesbian and gay counterparts, mainly because we report higher uncertainty around our identity and conceal our sexual orientation, which leads to poorer mental well-being. And I know this because I've personally experienced it. I felt really anxious, depressed, sad that I really couldn't talk to anyone about this because I didn't think anyone would believe me. Why would anyone believe me when I didn't even believe myself? And I think that a lot of these, you know, widely known misconceptions, especially around the idea that bisexual people are promiscuous. I mean, the number of times that I have received the threesome message, I can't. It's literally, I I can't even deal with it. But, you know, widely known misconceptions that include ideas that bisexual people are promiscuous or on the way to being gay or confused, going through a phase, you know, just kind of experimenting Is is harmful, right? Like these harmful stereotypes are so systemic that it affects our health. And compared to 75% of lesbian and gay counterparts, only 19% of bisexual people are quote unquote out. It is much harder for us to come out. And I'm going to read out a couple of stats, so just want to give a small trigger warning um, because I will be talking about suicide. 45% of bisexual women have considered or attempted suicide, followed by 35% of bisexual men, 30% of lesbian women, and 25% of gay men, with much lower rates for heterosexual women and men. Additional stats also show that bisexual women are twice as likely to have an eating disorder, report the highest rates of alcohol use, heavy drinking and alcohol related problems, and the highest rates of smoking of all orientation. (laughs) It's also sad because it affects our employment as well. The San Francisco Human Rights Commission analyzed their data and found that bisexuals are more likely to live in poverty. I mean, this is why it is so important, right, for us to continue to talk about our experiences and our journey. And it isn't always easy. And for every conversation we have or every time we try to come out a little, it always feels that we're dealing with some amount of resistance. And it's resistance from all corners. And much of that resistance comes from ourselves. A lot of it comes from that internalized biphobia, that internalized by that we experience where a lot of us are comfortable never coming out because then we don't have to really deal with the pain, the confusion, the resistance, the difficulty. And it's okay to go through all of these feelings. Many, I've seen a lot of people talk about coming out like it's this big aha movement. They ask me, how did you know you were bisexual? And I often tell them, like, I didn't. I had no idea. And it wasn't an overnight experience either where I just woke up one morning and was like, hey, I guess I'm bisexual today. It was a feeling that came and went. I would go through a period of my life, absolutely believing that my sexuality was growing and that I was more than being heterosexual. And there were some periods where I was like, I'm definitely heterosexual. And you will get to that crossroads where quite honestly, being bisexual and everything about bisexual visibility is about coming to terms with that identity and being okay with that label and choosing that label for yourself. I often use the term visibly bisexual because that's what fits me and my journey. And that that is a term that I resonate with. And my sexuality is real and it continues to be such a source of joy for me. And it has taken me a really long time to come to this point in my life. It is a core part of my identity. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the SochCast app from the Google Play Store. And I truly believe that no one, no one should have to suffer in silence or erase themselves to fit in. I hope if you're listening to this podcast that you will find some solace in my words. And you might even resonate with the term visibly bisexual. So for everyone else asking me why I coined this term, this is why I did this. I wanted to start a movement. More importantly, I want to create a space, a safe space where everyone, regardless of whether they are out or not, whether they are questioning whether they are want to know more about their bisexuality, that you will resonate with this podcast, and that you will continue to listen and you will continue to interact and you will be in community with me. Together we are Visibly Bisexual. Save and like this podcast if you resonated with it and if you found it helpful download it so you can listen to it later or even share it with a friend all episodes of visibly bisexual are available wherever you get your podcast new episodes every week and Don't forget to follow our page at Visibly Bisexual Podcast on Instagram. If you have a particular topic or question that you want me to cover, that is the best place to reach me. Until next time, this is your host, Varuna Srinivasan, signing off.